Welcome to another edition of Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with Dr. Caroline Bethea Jones, and I am your host. We have come to the middle of our year-long conversation with men and women of faith, um, the topic being religion, um, subtopic being faith without works is dead. We come to the part of the project in which I speak to, I don't want to say ordinary people because we're all ordinary people, but my conversations are with um, men and women who are not pastors or affiliated with um, church to the point of roles, although they may be actively in church and actively doing church things. This is the time that I get to have a candid conversation with men and women who are just doing the right thing. They are living their lives, and they're living their lives um, in such a way that they can give honor to God. I am happy to be at this part of my project. I have been inspired by all of my guests who have come on. They have all said good things. They've all said things that will inspire you, have inspired me. And as we get to the end of these conversations, I am looking forward to the big finale when I get an opportunity to have a Zoom meeting with all of my guests so they can come back and tell me what their experiences were and what they learned from the other guests. It is amazing that I have had this journey and this opportunity because I have been on this whirlwind and it's been taking me places that I didn't even recognize that I could go. So I'm going to continue. Again, let me just say that these are pre-recorded. Most of my guests were pre-recorded many, many months ago. So the conversation may not correspond to the actual today, but the message is still the same. My next guests are friends of mine, colleagues, uh, people who I know personally, and I know that you're going to find them to be inspiring too. My guest today is Carlos Pena. He's 41 years old, happily married, and the father of four. He's also a high school counselor, and he's a Christian Catholic, and he is my guest today. Hi, Carlos. Thanks for joining me. Oh, hi, Caroline. How are you? Long time no see. Thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you being here. So I know you're pressed for time, so we're going to jump right in. So you know that this is a podcast about religion, because I've already given you that yes. information ahead of time. So why don't you yes. jump in and tell us about your your journey? How did you get to where you are right now? Okay. Uh, once again, Caroline, thank you so much for inviting me to, to your to your program. Um, yes, and like you said, I, I am... Uh, a father for and right now I am uh, at actually I'm waiting for my daughter uh, to finish uh, her basketball game. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to come in due to the the uh, you know a lot of the restrictions that they have now 
um, in a lot of the sports. So I'm waiting for her uh, outside. Of um, course. Yes. Yeah, so to answer your, your question, um, it's been a long journey. Um, I, uh, you know, as you know, I, I, I was born in the Dominican Republic. Um, I came to the United States when I was 14, almost 15. Um, I have lived here ever since. Uh, I came in, in 1994. Uh, and I have lived in the United States for, you know, for, for about 23 years, 23, 24 years. Um, so, as you know, I'm, I'm very, very involved in my, my church community. Um, and and I've, you and I have spoken before. And I have said to you that I have done a lot of, you know, I've been in, in a lot of different services within my church, uh, including uh, guiding, uh, you know, young men. Um, you know, in, 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 in this journey, in their journey, spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I get here? Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I grew up in the church. Um, however, I was not uh, as involved. Um, you know, I, I have been Catholic since I was a child. Um, and I usually, uh, you know, I went to church with my parents, uh, but I was not as involved as I am today. Uh, then after I lost my late wife, um, she actually died in 2010 uh, of leukemia. She had uh, she got cancer. She was diagnosed that same year, the beginning of 2010, and then she died uh, towards the end of, of 2010. Uh, and then after she passed away, you know, um, as as any human being, I was I, I felt lost. Uh, I felt lost in my pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt very lonely, um, you know, because you're dealing with so many different emotions. Yes. And then at the same time, you feel lost. Because, you know, at first, when the person passes away, you have a lot of people, a lot of people that are coming to the different services and the funeral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes they're, they, they, they come into the house, you know, at the beginning but then they, it, it gets to a point where everybody walks away and everybody continues to live their life. And, and, and then you, at that point, you feel very, very lonely. Then I was invited to go to a, uh, like a prayer group that used to meet in, uh, at my local church. And they used to meet at, in, the, in the parking lot of the church. And then I remember um, attending this 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 prayer group, and, and, and I remember that there was a, a someone uh, preaching, um, and I was fascinated by that because I, never, I had never been, you know, exposed uh, to this, that kind of preaching. Uh, it was very, um, you know, it was very, you know, although this, this was a, a Catholic uh, preaching or preacher, um, but the style was a little bit it was similar to like a, a evangelical preaching mm-hmm. or, or Baptist uh, preaching, okay. and, and I was I was very very uh, you know intrigued by it, like, maybe because it was very new to me, and and, yeah. and and also because I I needed, I was thirsty for for that. Yes. I was thirsty for to hear the the word of the Lord, mm-hmm. um, because of all that that loneliness and all that emptiness that I was going through. So I remember that the guy 
let me I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but let me just ask this one question. So prior to you going to that particular service, give us a little bit about what it's like to um you know, go to a Catholic church since it's apparently yeah, cool. is not the same as as going to a Baptist church because you made the comparison just now. Right, right. So so when you go in like for example in my particular case I used to just go to the mass and when you go to the mass every Sunday you know there there is preaching um there is preaching um and and you and you're there you but you don't uh, you're there and you listen uh and there's music and all that during the mass but this this particular preaching that I that I'm that I'm talking about at the prayer group it was more more engaging because I, I remember the guy having us hold each other's hand. There was another person next to me, and they said, turn to the person next to you and, and hold her hand. And I remember there was a girl, a young girl, and, and, and he said, hold her hand. Like, hold whoever's right next to you. Yeah, yeah. Just look at them and hold her hand. Like, I never, again, when you go to Mass, you don't do that. Okay. You know, and that's what I meant. It, okay, it, This okay. preaching was more engaging. So... As I was holding this girl's hand, and as this person was 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 praying after his 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 preaching, I just felt something that I had never felt before. You know, I felt I felt like something like like a like something was covering me. It's like when you when like uh, um, I don't know like a like a blanket, mm -hmm. like like if somebody throws a blanket on top of you. And you feel that that holy presence, and and I I just started to cry, and then I couldn't understand why I was crying, and and I just kept crying, and and I think the girl, because you know you know me, I'm a, I'm a big guy, and and then I think the girl that was holding my hands, and I was shaking and all, I mean crying, shaking, and I think the girl got a little scared. Yeah, I think she yeah. got a little. Yeah, because I, maybe seeing a, a big guy crying, you know, it, it, it's not really, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. common. So I remember someone coming behind me, and I remember that someone patting my my back, and and I could hear saying, "Everything is going to be all right. You can keep crying. It's it, it's the Holy Spirit cleansing you." And there was somebody patting my back, and they're saying, you know. Cry as much as you want. Keep crying. Um, you know everything is going to be all right. And and from from that day, you know, I, from that day, my 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 spiritual journey. I, I started to to walk a spiritual journey. It, you know, from that day, everything was so different. Yeah. Um. You know, and then I started to even get more thirsty and more hungry. Mm -hmm. to learn more about God and to be, you know, to, to do like to, to follow his, 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 his steps, um, you know, and, 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 you know, that throughout that journey, I had many ups and downs, many, many ups and downs. Right. Um, but, but I, I, I think I've grown so, since that day, I have grown so much, um, uh, to the point that I, I remember that I remember being, uh, waking up that day that I had that encounter, mm -hmm. and you know, I I was going through a lot of different uh, em again emotions. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, I was also 
having a, a a lot of issues with with my my in-laws because that you know my wife left two you know we had three kids um but her oldest was not my biological kid so my in-laws wanted to take the three kids away and i was also battling that so i was ba- battling my my old, all these different emotions but then on top of that i was also battling you know want, uh, having these these people wanting to take my kids mm-hmm. um and and i was i was upset you know i was very upset also I, prior to that encounter i was very upset i was very very bitter and i couldn't understand why these people wanted to take my kids away but then after that encounter then little by little god like took little by little not not overnight but little by little mm-hmm. You know, God started to take a lot of those feelings and those negative feelings and those those attitudes um, away from me, little by little. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still I'm still working on on you know on, on those different feelings because again, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey that takes your entire life. Yes, um, of course. And, and 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 like I said, you you become so hungry. And then you you wanted to learn more. You wanted to let God feed you, um, you know. And you you get like I remember, you know, becoming. I don't want to use the word upset because I think that's such a negative word. But I, I like I started to read the Bible, and and when you start to read the scriptures, like it, it's like you wanted to read more and more and more because there's there's so much knowledge that you gain. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you start to read the Bible, especially, and you start to also understand a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And 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 Caroline and I, I remember, and I would never forget this conversation that I had with you uh, a long time ago. And you said to me, "Pay attention to what's happening around you." Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I re- and then I combine that with what you're learning from the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And then it, a lot of when you do that, when you learn, when you read the scriptures and you pay attention to what's happening around you, things make so much sense, you know. And and that's what what it is now. Like now, with everything that you know, with everything that is going on, you know, it, a lot, you know, a lot of things make sense because I have, you know, I've been reading the Bible and I think I've been gaining of this knowledge, you know, throughout these years, uh, and things make more sense. Okay. Knowing that that's how you felt. And I, I love your story, your, your spiritual journey, because a lot of people probably went through this and don't know how to put it in words. Um, yeah. So how important is mentoring? Everybody don't take it that well. Everybody yeah. is not like you. You became hungry, but not everybody becomes hungry. Um, they're confused. They get scared. They run away. So how important yeah. is mentoring and what is the role that the church plays in mentoring young people especially but not just young people because it's not just young people who are just coming to the knowledge of of god and mm-hmm. and christ it's it's older people too so what is the importance yeah. of mentoring i think mentoring is so important and, and and that's something that it needs to happen it needs to happen you know it's, it needs to happen within the church not you know in any in any church mm-hmm. um especially when you when you make the decision to follow the lord because you know at at first you're you're again you're 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 very confused you're very green 
you know, and, and, and then there's a lot of things that you don't understand at first. And you want to have that individual, that mentor that could be that could be there for you and that could answer a lot of the questions that you have. Because you know that when you start this journey, there's a lot of questions. A lot of, I mean, there's a lot of questions that you have and, 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 and you want to ask those questions because you just don't want to you don't want to just walk walk this journey without knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, you know, you could find a lot of this information on, on different resources and, and like online or, but it's not the same when you have someone uh, that could serve as a mentor, as a, as a, like an older brother or mm-hmm. an older sister in this path, you know? Uh, so I think having mentors and, and or, or making our, uh, us, uh, you know, available for mentoring, it, it's so important, uh, especially you know, those individuals that have taken it a step further to learn a little bit more, to learn a bit more about the, the you know, more about God, more about, you know, uh, about um, a lot of the prophets and a lot of the events that happen within within the Bible and also with, within your church, the church that you're in. It is so important to understand. I remember right now, I could vividly remember a, a guy that approached me one day and said to me, you know, I've noticed that you've been coming to, you know, you've been coming to the prayer group, and you know, I see you every every Monday because I remember the, the 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 group used to meet on Monday. And he asked me, he's like, "Are you like, are you ready to take the, another step, like a, a step further, and maybe instead of you just coming to sit there, you might want to participate or maybe serve as a as as, as a." You know, as a greeter, I remember he asked me if I wanted to be a greeter. And I felt like, wow, I felt I belong. Like, you know, I felt like, wow, look at this guy. And then from that moment on, he didn't even ask me, do you, do you want me to be your mentor or do you want to be mentored by me? No, he just asked me, Will you, do you want to take it a step, a step further and, and serve and, and, and be a greeter? And let me tell you, I think that has been one of the, uh, one of the most, powerful uh, learning experience uh, within the church when you're a greeter because i think when you're a greeter you know when you, greeting at the church is like you you're you're the faith of the church you know what i mean yes. like you 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 have to show the faith of christ and you know when you smile when you say hello um you know you also have you know you could say a, a word that could that could have such a positive impact on someone and I think that I love mm-hmm. I love that experience, and I continue to do it when when I have to serve as a greeter anywhere, because a greeter has such a powerful weapon, you know, uh, a powerful evangelization weapon. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. say you don't have to quote anything from from the scriptures. You can just with a simple hello, with a simple smile, you know, even even with the way you move, the way you know. The way you you know you you your 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 facial expression your your everything you know everything that you are portraying could, could could you could use that as as an evangelization tool. So I I think being a greeter was such a a powerful experience for me, and that and then again that was a result of of someone trying to be a mentor and and encouraging me to take that step further. You know, right, and, right, and that's right. what I try to do now. Because you felt like you belong, right? You felt like you belong. I felt, oh yes, I felt like I belong for, for, you know, for the first time, and if, uh, that I belong anywhere. Um, because mm-hmm. you know, when you 
when you lose someone or you lose the person that that values you and, and, and that gives you that sense of belonging and you lose that person and then you you're lonely you know you you feel like you don't belong anywhere and that's how I felt that you know during that time in my life I felt like I didn't belong anywhere you know the only thing that that, that gave me purpose uh, you know especially after I lost my wife were my two kids but then but then the, uh, you know I, I just didn't find a meaning for any like anything didn't mean nothing to me. Now, even even my job, you know, that I have, I, I've been blessed to have a, a job where I could be a mentor. I mean, I am a mentor, but I back then I felt like, you know, I wasn't like I didn't, I I just was not in the right, I, I was not in the right place mentally. So I I, I I there was a point where I felt just to just give that up also. You know, because I just felt like I didn't belong. And sometimes there's many of us. I don't know if, if I mean, you, Caroline, if you felt this way or anybody that is listening, but you, there's times in our lives where sometimes you even, like, you know, when you, the devil comes in and, and, and it puts you in a place where you just want to give up. You want to give up. Yes. And you want to just disappear, you know? But yes, I, I have felt that way. Yeah. Yes. And I'm sure so many of us have. I'm glad you shared that with us yeah. because it you're you're speaking from a place where you're showing how important the church was to you. Yeah. My next question um, is a question I've asked all of my guests and I'm going to ask you too. And you've already really pretty much answered it in, in some of the things that you were saying, but I'm going to ask the question. Mm -hmm. You see the state of the world. You see what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And um, right now we're doing this interview in um, January. So, you know, a lot of stuff has happened in January. Mm -hmm. We got blindsided by COVID yeah. in 2020. And then 2021 comes in and we have this insurrection at the uh, the Capitol building. And, and uh, it, it was a mess. Yeah. So the world is not in a good friendly place right now we're dealing with a lot of stuff right now yeah so the question the question i've asked all of my guests is what can we do what can we do and when i say we i'm talking about men and women of faith yeah i'm talking about all of us who 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 have made a claim that we are in some way shape or form religious or spiritual what can we do to bring about a different situation I mean, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say situation. I want because I'm I'm trying not to say peace, love, and all that stuff because uh, my last guest informed me that the world is evil, people are evil, and the world is gonna be evil until we go to heaven. Yeah. I don't accept that. Yeah. I can't accept that. My spirit won't let me accept that. And I'll tell you why. And I'm gonna let you go. And 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 tell me what you want you want to say. It's because we're supposed to be light. We're the light of the world and we're supposed to be salt of the earth. So you can't tell me that there is nothing that we can do. So I'm going to let you talk now. You tell me what we can do. Yeah. You, and I think you accept part of my answer. I think it is our responsibility as, as children of God to be the light of the world because Jesus is the light of the world. And we have to try our our very very best to be like Jesus, to be that light, and to be a. Living, but how do we do that, though? It, it, I, I want to say maybe to, that the best thing that we can do is to be a living gospel. What did I mean by that? 
with our examples, you know, like I said to you before, when, when I had that, that, when I was given that service of being a greeter, sometimes with just a simple smile, we can, we can, we can change someone's day. Just with a simple mm-hmm. smile, we can change someone's day. Just with a simple hello, you can change someone's day. You can just, a, a, a two-minute conversation with someone, with a stranger, that could change that person's day. Giving a person a compliment, you know, and it, you, it, it doesn't have to be where the person feels weird. You could just say, oh, my God, I love your jacket. Oh, my God, I love your hair, you know, your haircut. Uh, you know, or I love, you know, I don't know, I love your car. You know, just that simple phrase can change someone's day. And and if we do that more often, especially now, especially now that we live in such a difficult times where everything that we hear is so negative, you know, everywhere you go, it's it's bad news, bad news. We have to turn that around and we have to be the good news. We have to be the ones showing that light and showing, you know, the faith of Jesus everywhere we go, regardless. Even if, if we, if people don't accept that, even if people, instead of, uh, you know, feeling happy, they, they, they turn around and they say, you know, you know, what, you know, why, why, like, you know, it's my jacket or whatever, or, or, or they just ignore you when you give them a compliment. Or they just don't listen to you. They just whatever. They get upset when you say when you say whatever you you're saying to them. But we we have to, again. We have to be that that light. And yesterday I was listening to a preacher, and he said we have to bring Christ everywhere we go. We have to bring Christ to social media. We have to bring Christ to Facebook. We have to bring Christ to Instagram and Twitter, and 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 all the all these different different platforms, we have to bring Christ into it. How do you do that? You could just, again, quote the scriptures, the scriptures whenever you can on your on your social media, or maybe just a, a, a picture of you eating lunch with your family. That, believe it or not, that could, that could, that picture, that image can evangelize, you know, or, or maybe, you know, you, a picture, you're taking a picture of, I don't know, you talking to a friend, you know, that could also evangelize someone or, or, or maybe if you're taking a walk in the park and you take a picture of, of a nice tree, that could also evangelize. So I, I think Caroline, what, what, what we need to do as, again, as children of Christ is we need to, with our examples, we need to bring Christ everywhere. Because you know, people are not going to. If you start, if we start quoting the scriptures everywhere we go, maybe a lot of people are going to accept that, but maybe others are going to say, "Oh, you know, go away, you know, go away. I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I don't want to hear what your Bible has to say." Because you know, there's a lot of us that follow different Bibles, or we follow different. Exactly. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up because I did. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I didn't want to say that because it's like we live in a world where Christianity right, right. is not the only religion, and 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 so we right, have to respect right. people's walk. But I, I like the idea what you said that because you are a Christian, you need to be bringing Christ with you everywhere you go. But it needs yeah. to be more than just quoting scripture, because yeah. scripture has been used as a weapon 
as you know, we, you and I, we've talked about this on, on other conversations that we have. So it's not just about quoting scripture, because we know that scripture has been in many ways, in many places used as a weapon against people and not for love the way it should be. So there, there needs to be a, something else. We need to walk the talk, right? We, you know, faith without works is dead. We need to not just talk about all this faith we have, all this goodness yeah. in the world. We need to be it. We right. need to become it. And, and that's the hard part. And I guess that's the question that I'm asking because it is difficult, but it is something that needs to be done mm -hmm. because we do know that light is is stronger than darkness because the room could be totally dark and the minute you bring a light in it's darkness vanishes so we know that all of us need to be light all of us who are walking this walk need to walk in light and we need to become light and i guess that's the question that i i guess that a lot of people have a problem with well how do you do that how do i do that how do you tell somebody to become light when they don't even understand the concept of light. How do you make that work in their lives? Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. That's, a that's, question. A, that's a good question. <laughs> and, and like you said, sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's, it's very, very difficult. Yeah. But we have to start somewhere. You understand? We have to start somewhere. Yes, and, I agree. And, and, and I think that somewhere can be you taking like baby steps. You know what I mean? Like you starting, like you taking baby steps. Okay, I like that. For example, at the beginning of the pandemic, back in, you know, late March, beginning of April, everybody mm -hmm. was, was like everywhere you would walk, it was a, a, like a ghost town, you know? And, you know, and I, and I remember, uh, I, I think I was reading something and I think it was something, I don't remember what it was reading, but it was said something about, you know, showing your love to others. And, and and not just your your family and your friends and all that, but also your you know, just everyone, in, including your enemies. And there's a, I have a neighbor uh, right next door that I I never see. Uh, you know I never see. Um, you know she works. For, I believe she works from yeah. Now that I know her, uh, she works from home. But back then I just didn't know. I didn't know uh, much about her other than I uh, used to see her coming in and out here and there. I actually walked to her house. And I said to her, I know we are, under, you know, we are um, under this uh, pandemic and, you know, uh, I'm going to the supermarket. Is there anything that you need? And from that moment and on, that woman, it's like, she was so impressed and, 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 I, and at the same time shocked that a, a Hispanic male knocked on her door I mean, she knew who I was. I mean, she definitely knew that I, I'm the neighbor, but I, like she was never expecting me to offer something that to me, me personally, was something so simple. Um, you know, maybe grabbing, I don't know, milk or something that she needed uh, from the supermarket. And she said, no, and she's an elderly lady, uh, elderly woman. And she said, no, I, I, I'm fine. I'm actually, she's like, I, I'm my, 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 my daughter already order a whole bunch of groceries uh, and I have uh, I have enough so I don't need anything but she was like thank you and, and you know thank you so much for for you know taking that that extra step uh, to come here and, and check on me and just you know asking me if I needed anything and from that moment and on she see like we have this such a nice 
relationship such a you know um and i think that was a great opportunity for me to be friendly to her and and and, and to show my my human side and my christian side but i i didn't like yeah. i didn't yes. go to her and say oh i'm you know carlos the christian or carlos the cat no when and i show that that human side of me that i think a lot of us are are forgetting uh just to show the human side and, and, yes. and again to be the living gospel in everything that we do so so i think that's how we can start uh and 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 uh, another example uh caroline mm-hmm. you know there was a a friend of ours who 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 was that who tested positive with, with corona and you know it, it, it was uh it was it was her the the, the wife and and then the two daughters um and the mm-hmm. the husband is a uh, he's he's uh, I, I believe he he has heart problems and things like that. So at the minute they, the, the 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 wife and the two daughters tested positive, he decided to move in with with um, with a with a brother, um, so he could be out of the house and 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 not get contagious with with the virus. So. I guess they didn't have a lot of groceries, um, and they, of course, because they they tested positive, they couldn't, you know, leave the house. So my wife and I, we decided to go grocery shopping for them, and we went and and, and got them a whole bunch of stuff. We prepare uh, homemade uh, chicken soup, and and we also made some homemade uh, ginger tea with uh, you know all kinds of herbs, and we brought it in. Um, we brought it in because we could, we could, we could do that. And the grocery was not, it wasn't a lot of stuff. It wasn't like we spent $500 shopping. It was probably like whatever, whatever we spent, it wasn't much. Um, and that also had such a, such a, 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 a put a, such a, such a, a, a good feeling on someone that is, that is, that could die because, you know, with, as we know, there's a lot of people dying of, mm-hmm. of, because of COVID, and and in that moment, I mean, of that moment of difficulties, we brought a little bit of a little bit of light in the in the darkness that they were going through. And again, those are the little things that we can do. I know that for some of us, we probably can't do a lot of those things, but but if you can, just do whatever you, like whatever you could do. It could be something simple as as just to say hello to your neighbor, um, or or if you if you you know, if you uh, you know, if you haven't spoken to a family member, you know, you know take the the, the 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 a moment to say you know sorry, sorry if I offended you, or, or if you don't feel ready to talk to them on the phone. Now that we can text, send them a, a message uh, uh, apologizing, um, because you know we are we are going through very difficult times, and a lot of times we make it even more difficult when we don't do again when we're not the living gospel and again you don't have it doesn't have to be complicated you or you don't have to you don't have to understand the gospel so deeply you, you know it, all you can do is just again simple simple hello a simple act of kindness i think if we start doing those little things you know i think i think we could start making a difference it doesn't have to be going pro- going to capitol hill and, and do all that craziness that happened, you know, uh, you know, a, a few weeks ago. You know, if you want to make it, if you want to make a change, 
this part's small, and every day you 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 know you make it a point to make a change. And I think we we could do that. We could do, if we if you want to make a change and want to you want to you're very passionate about making a change. I think you could do that. You could do it starting small, little by little, starting with you know with the people around you, starting in your neighborhood, starting in your town. Um, if you belong to a particular community. You know, be the make the difference there. Be the 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 light. Be the light of 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 or the face of Jesus Christ in in that group that you're in. Right, that was a perfect answer. Um, you have such a light around you, and it. I'm telling you, you are a great person to talk to because you're so bubbly and you're so positive. And I can feel the light coming even through this conversation. But I know you personally, so I know that there's a light that surrounds you even when when I talk to you personally I want to thank you for coming on this call today because I honestly think that you may have made quite a bit of a difference I know I'm listening to you and I'm thinking okay now if everybody just take even one of this advice right here we might we might be on our way to doing something to make the changes in the world I agree with what you say we have to live the religion that we say we follow Whatever that is, because if we do, all of those religions represent at some point love, humanity, coming together in unity, love for God, love for family, love for fellow man. And I think, like you mentioned, if everybody take their first steps, if everybody just do what they can do and they are kind and they are respectful to one another, we can get to the place that we're trying to get. And we don't have to wait for this big old thing to happen because I think every step we take toward doing what's good for everybody, I I think we all win. I agree. I agree. And again, definitely, I agree with you when you're saying like, we have to, we have to be an example of the faith, the faith that we are. um, I'm trying to find a word that is not going to come across offensive to anyone. But again, we have to be the living gospel. Whatever you know, whatever gospel we are, yes, we are. You know, we are reading, we're studying. We have to be that gospel. You understand? We have to be that gospel. You can't say I believe I in Jesus Christ and you're doing the opposite of what Jesus. You, you, the you opposite, and, absolutely. And again, when I hear <laughs> that a lot of those people that were 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 at Capitol Hill. There were religious groups. I, I that I, I, I'm like I can't I right. can't I can't understand it. I really can't. Um, if you are, uh, you know, a, a person of faith and you're a person that believes in Jesus, that believes in God, and you know, God is love. God is love, and love. You and you, you can't show love doing what these people did. That's not a sign of love. Uh, you know that's. To me, that that that's crazy. <laughs> I, I I can't find a better word to say it. You know, God is love. God is love, and you everywhere you go, you have to show that love. Like like you said before, um, that you're 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 saying that I have a light, and you know, and, and you too, Caroline. You know that from the minute I met you, I said, "Wow, you're you're." I, I love being around the area where you're in, and you know, other people say the same. Um, and I, and I, at, at first, when I first met you, I didn't understand what that meant. 
But then, you know, but then, you know, after a while, I started to learn a little bit more about that. What is what does it mean when you are a light in the darkness? And and again, everywhere we go, we have to be that light. We have to be that living gospel everywhere we go. Yes. And people are people will feel that. People will see it. Yeah. They will. They will. Because like you mentioned, when we met, it was like th- there was a lot of light shining up in there. And and we work in a school system, so it's kind of difficult. You don't yeah. want to you don't know how far you can go with walking in your faith, you know. But we didn't we didn't hide. Yeah. We didn't hide who we were. We walked in our faith. After a while, we, we came to realize yeah. that that's what we should have done because it made a it yeah. made a big difference in and, our and environment the, and the thing and and this is the i think the the key of of, of our i think the, the, our relationship also in addition of, of of also showing each other the love of christ also respect and and because even though we are from from two different uh, you know faiths or, or or we belong to different churches we always again we love each other as as children of Christ. That's number one. But we also had a lot of respect for yes. each other. Respect in many different levels. Respect as a as a as a as a you know uh, as a human being. Respect because again, you are a, a woman. You're I'm a, I'm a man. I'm I'm younger than you. Um, you know, it, it, we always have so much yes. respect for each other. Um, and I think that's that has been. Uh, that well, that has something been something that has made our relationship so successful, you know. And we have been friends, good friends, uh, you know, yes, uh, for yes. a while. And and again, I always have appreciated your your friendship and your your mentorship to to me because you I have considered you as a mentor, as as a woman of a lot of wisdom. And 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 you are again, Carolina, a light in the world. And, and and I know I, I wanna again I take my hat off for what you're doing right now, which is evangelizing the world and I think we need so much of this. Um, you know, we need so much of this. Our communities, especially our communities, they need people more people like you, Caroline, more women like you, more women with, with, with courage. Because it takes a lot of courage to to do what you're doing right now. And I know you probably have many, many obstacles, but here you are. Here you are bringing the word of the Lord, bringing that love to all of us that are, are, are in so much need of that. So I, 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 I praise the Lord for your life, Caroline, and, and, and I know God has worked, walked Thank with you. you and worked with you as well, uh, you know, for your entire life. Since you were, you know, since you were, a, you know, a baby, and uh, you know, and, and you've been through a lot of, you know, yeah. a lot of obstacles, but again, God has has walked with you, and 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 again, I I, I take my hat off for for what you're doing, for 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 being uh, for for accepting that call and being so obedient to to God. So, thank you, Caroline. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being my friend, my good friend, my mentor. And you know I don't have to say this, and I'm, but I'm going to say it. But you know I, I love you and, and Al and your entire family. Um, because you guys are are, are a family Thank of, of light. I appreciate I that. That's a best way to call it, a family of lights. Well, I do appreciate that, and I really do appreciate you coming on this show because you said a lot of stuff today, 
And I appreciate you opening up yourself to to tell us your story. And I know that it made a difference in someone's life because I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you. And even though I know this story and I know you and I've known you for a while, but I'm sitting here listening again and I'm thinking, wow, this is a man of faith. This is a man of faith. This is a man who's not afraid to show his faith. This is a man who's walking in his faith. And the subline of this, um, this show is religion is the, the topic, but it's the subline of it is faith without works is dead. And, You've already proven that. And I, I've everyone who I've had on yeah. the show so far has proven that. You just can't say you have faith. You just can't say you're religion. You just can't say you're a Christian or Muslim or uh whatever you yeah. call yourself. You have to do the work. You have to put the work out there and you have to do it. So I wanna thank you for coming on this show and sharing the work that you're doing Amen. while you're walking in your faith. No, yeah. I I want to thank you, Caroline, again for inviting me, and I and I know that you know. I, yeah, so thank you, thank you, and I know that I, I could talk more and more, but I know that our time is very limited, and and my apologies for for not staying a little bit longer. But again, I, I love spending time here. I love uh, you know sharing my journey, and I, and you know me, I'm a, I'm an open book. I I, I don't. Anything that I could help, or anything that I that I can, you know, that could be a, a that could be a source of of, of, of wisdom or, or help to to anyone, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to share it, and and I don't I don't hold anything back. Um, and you know me, Caroline. We've talked many many times, and you know you know that I am very honest, and sometimes my honesty gets me in a lot of trouble. But I can't be any other way, you know. Um, and, 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 and at this point in my life, and, and I think you said it and at this point in my life, I, 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 I need to, again, be a, the, that living gospel that I keep saying, and I don't hold anything back. And if I need to say to you, I love you. And I, and I need to say, you know, I miss you today. If I said, you know, those things that sometimes we, us human beings are, are we have such, a, we have so much difficulty saying those things. At this point in my life, I don't, because again, I think again that's a, another way to show that living gospel. You know, when you show your feelings, especially when these feelings are yes. are, are true and genuine, you have you have to express them. And again, that's a, maybe another way to to help when you're when you when you have these feelings for people, especially uh, positive feelings. I think it's important for you to share them, especially your family especially your friends, you know, let them know how much they mean mm-hmm. to you. Let them know how much you need them, you know, uh, you know, reach out to them. Uh, you know, I think this pandemic has helped so many people have better relationships with their kids and with their uh, significant others and, and their families. And that's what we need to do. Again, in difficult times, these are the things that we need to do. We need to become closer to, to the, 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 you know, our brothers and sisters that are around us and show that love, show the love, show the love. Again, like Jesus said to us, we have to love God first, and then you have to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And your neighbor is not your next door neighbor. Your neighbor is everybody that is around you, everybody that is close to you. And that includes your wife or your husband. That includes your kids Mm -hmm. or your other, you know, your other 
family. Mm-hmm. Those are your neighbors that we need to love first. You can't say, I love my neighbor, my neighbor, all the people around your community, but you can't love your your kids or your spouse or, you know, my, like in my case, my, my brother. My, or your brother or you your can't sister. Say that. right? That's not, again, <laughs> yes. like you said, that's not a... That's yes. not what, what faith is about, you know. So thank you, Caroline, for having me. And right. I know we can keep going and going and going. But I think my daughter's about to come out. And, know. you know, thank you so much for, for having me on your show. All right. Um, you'll come back again, right? Because at the end of the year, of I'm going to have everybody course, back. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. All right. Yeah. No, and if anybody has questions, uh, you know, feel free to. You know, you can reach out to uh, Miss Caroline, and you know, Miss Caroline will let me know. You know, or or you can shout out your uh, information if you want to right now. If it's up to you, if you want to shout it out, go ahead. Sure. Yes. Uh, my, uh, I'll give you my my personal email. It's Carlos, C A R L O S, and then my last name Pena, all together P as in Peter, E as an elephant. N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, number 79 at gmail.com. Once again, Carlos Pena, all together, 79, all together, at gmail.com. All right. And feel free to reach out to me, you know, if you want to talk to me. I'm more than happy to to talk to anyone and, and again, uh, talk a little bit more about my journey. Okay. Well, there you have it. If you want to reach out to Carlos Pena, now you have his personal email address. <laughs> He's being very <laughs> brotherly here. All yes. right. So um, thank you. I I can't wait till we um, are able to actually get back together as a group. But right now we have to follow all the regulations and wear our masks yes. and stay apart. Yeah. But you, you know we're thinking about you too, you and your family. Thank you, and me, and me too. And say hello to your your family. Thank you so I much. Will. And thank you, everybody, for for listening. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, you are listening to my guest, Mr. Carlos Pena, and I hope you receive some information that will help you today. That is a man of faith, right there. He believes in what he believes in. He's walking in the way that he believes. He's taking care of his family. He has great love for his wife and his children. And even as a counselor, he gives that love to his students. He's an all-around good Christian guy. And that makes me happy to know that. So that's my show. I'll see you next time. My name is Dr. Caroline Bethia Jones and I am your host. And just a little bit of information to give you about Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry. Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit mentoring ministry committed to forming a strong bond among women for the purpose of encouraging, motivating, uplifting, strengthening, and empowering women to achieve their goals. This ministry works toward excellence through biblical studies, spiritual awareness, empowerment classes, and life-building workshops. 
This program was developed to encourage, uplift, educate, and empower women who have a desire to change their lives. All levels are welcome to attend. Hope to see you again next time with another edition of Real Talk with Real People, a candid conversation with Dr. Caroline Padilla-Jones. See you soon.